Hey guys, it's Whitney. Real quick before this episode starts, I just wanted to let you guys know that there is some background noise in this episode. While I was recording, I was in my kitchen and my fiance came in to uh, make some food and it was a little bit noisy at certain parts. So just ignore it. It's not too bad. It just sounds kind of weird. Also, I mentioned my YouTube channel in this podcast episode and I'm working on it. It's not like when I recorded this episode, I thought it would be good and up and running. Um, I kind of just ran into some technical difficulties trying to get it started up. I do have a few things on there, but it's all just like episodes that I've already done. Um, One of them, I guess, is cut off, so I have to fix that. Uh, So just ignore that for now. Um, I do have a YouTube channel that will be coming sometime in the future. And I will link it and tell you guys about it when it happens. But for right now, that is just kind of put on pause. So without further ado, um, here's episode five of the Space Witch podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Hey, guys, it's me again um, recording the intro to this episode for like the second time. Um, So it's really funny. I was working on a new episode and I was trying to find the episode that I had started Um, And I found this one and I really needed to get a new podcast episode. So I decided that this one is the one that's going to be up this week instead of the one that I was um, in the middle of recording because this one's basically done. Um, I don't remember if I really edited edited it that much. Um, I don't know why that was a hard word to say. But um, yeah, I don't know if I really did anything to it. I kind of just skimmed listening to this episode like I listened to it super fast. Um, and didn't really listen to the whole thing. I'm assuming it's probably fine for the most part, other than the technical difficulties and all the other stuff I mentioned in the last um, intro that I had pre-recorded. Uh, so yeah, right now there's still no YouTube channel. Um, also, this isn't episode five. This is going to be episode number eight. Um, because for whatever reason, I decided to not post this as episode number five. So um, yeah, this is episode number eight of the Space Switch podcast. Um, there's a lot going on, I guess, with this. Um, but yeah, I really had a lot of fun recording this episode. I really wanted to do this for like a long time. I am really happy I found this because I completely forgot that I even recorded it to begin with. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn a lot. And yeah, let's get into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to the Space Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with episode number five. Yeah, I'm really excited to be back. My microphone broke during the last Mercury retrograde and then it was Christmas and the holidays. So I thought I would put this podcast on pause for a little bit while I got everything sorted out. Uh, I'm pretty excited to announce that I am on iTunes finally. You can also catch me on Instagram at Space Witch Podcast or YouTube, which is also under Space Witch Podcast. Um, You can even watch me record this podcast from my kitchen on YouTube if that's something you're interested in. Um, Yeah, so I'm excited. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, I hope 2019 is wonderful for you all. Um, Yeah, so let's kind of, I guess, go into today's episode. So um, today I'm going to be talking about the zodiac signs and misconceptions about them basically just going over any like sort of stereotypes or cliche things that everyone always talks about with the signs um i'm just going to be going over them and talking about why they're either 
not true or um, maybe misconstrued. Um, so yeah, let's dive in. So I'm going to start with Aries and just go in order from there. Um, so one of the misconceptions a lot of people always say about Aries is that they're too impulsive. So this is obviously true. I'm not saying it's necessarily not true. Aries is very impulsive, but here's the catch. So Aries is kind of allowed to be impulsive, right? Because Aries is like, you want to think of Aries as like almost like a soldier, right? Like they're ready for anything at any time. Like even though they are impulsive, they are very prepared and they're very quick. So they're very like able to kind of like think on their feet and improvise. And that's kind of why they're able to get away with making these snap decisions and impulsive decisions. Um, unlike their opposite sign, Libra, which, you know, Libra Libra is pretty prepared too, but they take a lot more time to weigh out their options and to decide what the best decisions are. Whereas, whereas, you know, Aries, Aries are just, they're so quick on their feet and they're able to just kind of make very snap decisions on a moment's notice. And usually it does work out for them. Maybe not always, but for the most part, they are able to do that. Um, moving on from Aries, let's talk about Taurus. So, Taurus, one thing that people always talk about with Tauruses and something that like is kind of a stereotype for Tauruses is that Tauruses only like food and they love soft things and that's it. Um, and again, like this is a true fact for the most part, um, but a lot of people usually say it because Taurus is a very sensual sign. They love to really like touch and taste and like really just put their senses into everything and always have those involved um i mean so like it's true but it's not true and also like i would say tauruses are just really good at like self-care and like you know they really love to indulge and like you know taurus is ruled by venus so they're kind of like a more grounded more practical version of like libra so they really just like good things um they really like you know the best food the best you know linen sheets or whatever what have you um so yeah they like they do like soft things and they do like food but it's part of what Taurus is like they just they like things that are nice and they just like I said they're very sensual so they really just like to just envelop themselves in all of their senses and get lost in it like they're just very sensory people and that's kind of why Taurus is like you know they're more inclined towards those things um I mean, but that's not all Taurus is about. And I think that's really why this misconception tends to bother a lot of people because people always think, oh, Taurus just likes soft things and Taurus just likes, you know, food and blah, blah, blah. But really, like, Taurus is really good at setting boundaries and saying no to people. They're really great friends. They're really loyal. Um, they're really, they're just really genuine people. And they, you know, they're like, they're just good friends to have. Like, they'll always be there for you when you need them. They're really stable and like they're really fun too. Like I feel like everyone like there's like Taurus gets a bad rap for being boring, but Taurus can be fun. Like they just they like to, you know, hang out with their friends and do like girls nights and like go shopping and like, you know, fun things like that. Um, so when people say Taurus is boring, it's kind of like bullshit. Um, they can be fun, even though they're just really sensible and practical and they like to, you know, they like to chill, which isn't always a bad thing. Um, so that's Taurus. Moving on from Taurus, I'm going to talk about Gemini. Uh, I think one big misconception about Gemini is that they're really two-faced. 
And while sometimes I think this is true, and again, like pretty much all these statements that I'm about to say about the signs, they're all technically true, but I just want to kind of dive deeper into them and debunk them a little bit because, you know, every sign has positive and negative traits, but I think people get caught up in a lot of the negative traits of the signs. So for Gemini, like everyone says they're really two-faced, right? I'm not quite sure that Geminis are always two-faced in the sense of being two-faced, like, oh, like they're nice to my face and they're a bitch behind my back kind of a thing. I think with Gemini is like they're a mutable sign, right? So they're very easily influenced. They love to talk. They're all over the place. So, I mean, like, I guess be careful with what you say to Geminis. No offense. Um, I'm sure there are some trustworthy Geminis out there. I personally am always nervous about what I say around Geminis because I know they're so chatty and I just know like they're going to say stuff and like be like kind of whatever about it because like I said Gemini is a mutable sign like they're generally pretty easygoing unless they have some other stuff in their chart that might say otherwise but for the most part like they're just like whatever like they just they say stuff and I feel like they just don't always think about what they're saying I mean sometimes they do because Gemini is the trickster but I think like what happens is, is sometimes they'll be like they'll talk to you and they'll be all buddy buddy with you because they're really easy to talk to you right so they're great like that but then they might be talking to someone else and it just might slip out like, oh, yeah, like so and so said this and blah, blah, blah. And they might not be thinking about it at the time. And so it might seem like they're saying something mean about you or gossiping about you or maybe like doing something like behind your back kind of a thing. And I don't well, like, you know, it. so let me rephrase this. So like, it, yes, it could be intentional. Like Gemini's aren't stupid. They're a very intelligent sign. But sometimes I think because of that childlike quality they have and that innocence and that um, mutable aspect of their personality, I think sometimes they just tend to say things and they just don't always realize that it's like a big deal, um, which I kind of relate to because I'm a Virgo. So, you know, Vir Virgo and, and Gemini are both ruled by Mercury, right? So, like, we're both very chatty and I think and we're both mutable signs. So, we both tend to just say things and we just don't always realize the weight of our words and what we're saying and how it might actually impact someone. And it just, it kind of happens. Cause I think with these like, you know, Mercury ruled signs like Gemini and Virgo, like I think it's very easy for us to, it's almost like an anxiety thing. Like when we talk, like we just have so much to say, it's really hard for us to like keep it all in. Right. So it just all spills out like word vomit sometimes so that's Gemini. I don't really think like they're always in their intention is always to be two faced or mean or hurtful. Um, I actually talked to this one Gemini who was like I worked with her. Right. And she was really quiet. And I was telling her like, yeah, like you seem really cool. Like I've met a lot of other Geminis that are really chatty and like don't seem trustworthy because they talk so much. And like I was I just flat out told her I was like, yeah, sometimes I feel like Gemini is just like you can't tell them anything because they'll just like give all your secrets away. And she was like, no, like I just feel so bad when I tell people like their secrets. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Like kind of a thing. So like I said, not all Geminis are bad by any means. I mean, none of the signs are inherently bad by default. Moving on from Gemini, I'm going to talk about cancer. Um, So everyone likes to say that cancers are crybabies. And again, this is true 100% true I have a lot of cancer in my chart I have Mars and Venus in cancer so I cry all the time about everything and I always have people telling me to stop being so emotional so like I get it um and yeah like so cancers they really wear their heart on their sleeves but 
it's not like they're not soft people like we have like yes they're soft in the middle you know because that's like the crab but they have a shell so they're very tough on the outside they can be tough um we're very emotional but like also like we are also very defensive and we can fight back so i mean like i think people always say like cancers are just crybabies and you know they're lame and pathetic and blah 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 um maybe not pathetic that was a little bit harsh but <laughs> like you know like i just think cancer gets this rap for being really weak and cancers are not weak by any means they're very strong and courageous when they need to be um it's just they're not like they're they're not like a inherently like assertive sign right so they're not like an aries or like maybe a fire sign that would be more direct about things um they kind of take their time with things and like they can like when they need to be they will be really strong and they'll fight for things that they believe in and they're really and think about the shell right so they have the hard exterior and for a crab what's that shell for it's for defense right so that's why cancers are really defensive because they're very soft in the middle and emotional and on the outside they have their hard shell so they're really great at defending themselves when they need to um or defending people they care about or love um they're really good at being defensive in a positive way when they need to be. So, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. People always say cancers are crybabies, and I disagree. I mean, like I said, they can be for sure, but don't underestimate them because of it. I think that's kind of the bottom line of what I'm trying to actually get out here is uh, don't underestimate cancers just because they cry all the time because they are very tough and strong, and they will basically pick you apart if they need to and probably shit on your entire life um so moving on from cancer i'm going to talk about leos um if any of you follow me on instagram you might have saw something i posted about this leos always get this bad rap for being way too selfish which yes leos are selfish they love themselves that's a fact but the thing that people don't always talk about is that leos are also very selfless sometimes um Yes, they love themselves and maybe sometimes it can be self-serving or virtue signaling in some cases, but Leos, if they really love you, if you're part of their squad or their team or your family and they just really, really care about you, like Leos can be your best support system. They are so inspirational and like motivating and they really want to just see everyone do well. So even though like they're selfish in some senses, um they can be very um selfless too i would say you know like they're going to be your number one support system they're going to support everything you do pretty much maybe not everything because if maybe they don't excuse me if they don't agree with maybe something you're doing they'll probably tell you but like they do want the best for everyone and they're really good at like coaching people and being like yeah like you can do the thing like if they like you or love you like they're going to shower you with compliments and advice and, you know, just like a lot of support um, because, you know, even though Leo is associated with being the king or the queen, like, you know, the queen or the king, they also got to take care of their people, right? Like, you know, in movies and stuff, like what makes like a good leader or a good king or queen or whatever is, you know, usually it's like, you know, people look up to those leaders that also take care of their people. So if you're in Leo's squad or like, you know, you're their people, like they're just going to shower you with so much love and affection and gifts and they're always going to want the best for you no matter what. Um, if you wrong a Leo on the other on, on the other hand, excuse me, um, if you wrong them or do anything to hurt them or 
diss them or even like hurt their ego, they're going to drop you real fast. They're a fixed sign. So it's either they're all in or they're all out. So if they love you, they really love you. And if they don't love you, then you're dead to them, basically, because that's just how fixed signs are, especially Leo's. They're so, so stubborn. Um, My brother and my sister are both Leo's. So I feel like I know the sign really well. Um, But they're great. And I think they shouldn't always get so much crap for being so selfish. Um, next one is Virgo. So people always say like Virgos worry too much and they're like, they're too nitpicky or clean or not clean. I guess too clean isn't really a bad thing. Um, I guess like too like anal and organized. And all I have to say to that is I'm a Virgo and I am not like, I mean, I'm clean, but like (laughs) I am so messy. Like I will mess things up until it starts to bother me and then I clean then I'll start like tidying everything everything up um I think a lot of the time Virgos aren't always as like neat and organized as they're supposed to be because like we're just so in our minds a lot of the time like I'm a Virgo but I'm also an INFP so I'm very like mental like I'm in my head most of the time and I'm very like um like I'm always thinking about other things or what I want to do or like planning out projects or like maybe chores that I have to do even though which is kind of ironic right um so like I'm not always the most clean and organized and tidy person I can be like once it gets bad I'm like oh shit I gotta clean this is driving me nuts because like I really don't like clutter or mess like that's a true fact about me um and I think a lot of other Virgos probably feel this way too like we just get so caught up in our thoughts and our mind that we just like you know, everything else becomes like secondary sometimes. Um, Another thing too is like Virgos worry a lot, which is true. Like we do worry a lot. We're very calculated people. We're always like 10 steps ahead of everything. Um, We do worry a lot, but I think sometimes we also have a tendency to be very easygoing because it's a mutable sign, right? So like even though we're very like anal, like we do have that tendency to be like, oh, fuck it. Like I don't care. It's fine. You know, like I, I have met a lot of like very easygoing uh virgos that are just like yeah like okay like you know we'll just get it done like whatever we'll just do you know x y and z um so sometimes i think it either flops or like either goes one way or the other so either we're super worried and anal attentive or we're just like nah man fuck that (laughs) fuck that shit um so that's virgo moving on to libra libras always get a bad rap for being super indecisive which is true i'm engaged to a libra i've been dating this libra for almost five years now libras are so 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 indecisive um my one of my best friends is also a libra like i just i know a lot of libras and i love them but yes they are super indecisive and that is um a big thing with them however I will say they are indecisive for a good reason because kind of like what I was saying earlier about Taurus being ruled by Venus because Venus is all about love, luxury, beauty. Um, Libras are also ruled by Venus and they, like Taurus, always want the best of everything. They want good clothes, good food, the you know latest like tech gear maybe or like, you know, they want everything new and shiny and beautiful and aesthetically pleasing. And so... And they just want everything to be, like, good. Like, they're also an air sign, right? So they're very intellectual, very in their minds. So they always want to make sure that they're making the best decision before they do anything. So they're always weighing out the pros and cons because they want to make sure that they're going to make the best decision, the decision that makes the most sense to them logically, practically. Um, Again, they just want to 
they want to do the best. And I think another misconception too is that Libras avoid conflict because in that they're like because they're not a fighter like they're opposite sign Aries, right? They're not like a warrior who just jumps into battle and they're ready to fight anybody. No, 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 no. Libra is not like that. But because Libra is so indecisive and they weigh out their pros and cons that, you know, even though they are indecisive, once they weigh out those pros and cons and they know what they believe in and what they stand for and whether or not they agree with certain things, like a Libra is a type of sign too. like if they don't know about something or if they don't agree with it, they're going to tell you. They're going to be like, oh, well, I guess I don't know enough about that. And maybe they'll ask you questions or engage in conversation about it because they do want to know. They want to be educated. And so Libras, like once they have weighed out their options and they know their facts, they're able to make a good decision. So then once they stop being indecisive, like they're very strong in like their morals and their principles and belief systems, which makes Libras like a really good sign in a sense because they have a very strong ethical and moral code for the most part i mean not everyone's perfect i'm sure there are some libras that have some very compromised morals for sure but once they decide what they think is right and what they know is right they're gonna they're gonna go for it and they're gonna stand by it so even though virgo not virgo sorry libras are um flaky and indecisive and you know maybe they do avoid conflict because they don't really like to engage in conflict that they don't truly believe in they truly will fight for a cause that they believe in or something they stand for if they think it's the right thing so don't get it twisted and don't think that you know all libras are just gonna you know back down from a challenge or an argument because they won't because they do have strong beliefs even though they are indecisive next i'm gonna talk about scorpio Um, so I think a big thing with Scorpios is that they're mean and manipulative and like scary. Like there was a whole thing on Tumblr about like, you know, oh, you should be afraid of me because I'm a, I'm a Scorpio. Fear me. Like I'm so scary. And the thing about Scorpios is, you know, yes, in a negative light, they can be manipulative and they're very intense, which might make them seem scary. But really, Scorpios, and I know a lot of Scorpios are probably going to get mad when I say this because you're going to feel really exposed, but a lot of Scorpios are really soft on the inside and they're sensitive. They're a water sign. They have a very tough exterior, much like Cancer. And, you know, they are really intense. So if they're angry at you, like, or don't like you, they're a fixed sign too. So, like, if they really don't like you, like Leo, like, they do not like you. So, they have this very intense aura, which can make them scary because a lot of people aren't used to that intense Scorpio kind of energy, right? So it kind of makes them seem scary, even though like truly like I think a lot of Scorpios have good intent. They have good hearts. Um, They're very well-meaning and like they're sensitive, like they're water signs, like they're not like assholes, you know, like even though like maybe some of them seem like it because they're just very direct and they know what they want and they have a lot of feelings. Um, that's all true but like at the end of the day like they want good things for people they have good intent they're sweet they're well-meaning um as far as the manipulative part goes i would say like scorpios like i said they're sensitive so they they have a lot of trust issues um and scorpios kind of like to test people out to see if you're really worth their trust because they don't want to make the mistake of trusting someone and then have that person hurt them because Scorpios are so sensitive because like it's, like I said, intensity is really big with them, right? So they're so sensitive that if you, you know, uh, break their trust 
or you do something to hurt them, they're going to feel that pain so deeply, like so deeply. And that's why like they do have this really tough exterior um, and try to defend themselves before they can get hurt because they just they feel everything so intensely and so deeply that they just it's hard for them to deal with it. So if they can do anything to prevent that, they will. Um, Scorpio is really good at preventing any sort of, you know, hurt or heartbreak, even though I'm sure like, cause like I said, they're sensitive, they, they'll feel it, you know? So it's just kind of easier. It's like a defense. It's their defense mechanism. Like it's easier for them to right off the back, see if someone's worth their trust or not, or whether or not this person's going to hurt them or even just put up like a, a tough front or exterior. Like, you know, they're very direct. Like I said, they're direct. They know what they want. They're intense. They know what they like. They know what they don't like. And so that really tough, intense exterior helps them because it helps them to weed out people that aren't worth their time or people that don't need to be in their lives. And um, the whole like Scorpios are mean and manipulative and scary thing totally gets misconstrued in that sense for sure. Um, The next sign I'm going to talk about is Sagittarius. So I think the big thing with Sagittarius is everyone's like, oh, Sagittarius people love to travel. And I think once people find out that they have like Sagittarius in their chart or something, they're like, oh, yeah, like I just want to travel the world and go to Bali and party it up and whatever. And it's true. Like Sagittarius is a sign that gets really bored and they do like to travel and they do like to move around. They don't like to be in the same place for sure. But I don't think that they always love to travel in the physical sense. Like, yes, they like to go do stuff. They're very adventurous for sure. But sometimes traveling isn't always physical. I think, you know, Sagittarius also does a lot of traveling within the mind. And so, like, Sagittarius is also about higher learning and philosophy and being like, you know, they want to be like the guru or the teacher. Like, And so with Sagittarius is like they really love to they want to experience things. So it's not even just travel. They want to experience things so that they can tell other people about it and give them like an honest opinion and be that guru or teacher. Um, Because really like how, how accurately can you teach someone something or tell them about something if you've never experienced it? That's Sagittarius. It's not always traveling, but it's experience. Also, I think travel can be more, more than physical. It's not always traveling physically i think also sagittarius does a lot of traveling within the mind right so going back to what i said about sagittarius being about spirituality and higher learning higher learning can be things like religion philosophy spirituality um you know that's traveling in a sense you know you could meet a sagittarius that might be really into meditation or even maybe like hallucinogenic drugs or something like that um you know, you can travel without actually going anywhere. Or maybe they like to read books. I, you know, Sagittarius is an intellectual sign. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of Sagittarius out there that love to read. Um, so I think there's just a lot more to, you know, Sagittarius than, oh, yeah, Sagittarius, they just like to travel and party and mess around and do whatever. Um, no, I, th- I don't think all. I mean, yes, like Sagittarius is like that. They're like the good time Charlies. For sure. But they also really, you know, they like to learn and understand things and have different perspectives on things. Um, Because, you know, think about it this way. Sometimes to get a new perspective, like you got to move around, right? Like if I just sat in this chair and stared at my wall, I would only see that one perspective of my wall. But if I got up and walked to the other side of the wall, I'd have to travel to the other side. And then I'd see that, oh, the other side of my wall is green. 
or, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I, that's a really weird way to put it, I guess. But that's kind of what I think of when I think about Sagittarius. Um, moving on from Sagittarius, I'm going to talk about Capricorn. Um, a really big thing about Capricorn is that everyone always likes to say, oh, Capricorns, they only like to work. That's all they do is they just work all the time and they're super serious and that's it. They're just all they just work and they just love money, right? Which, yes, again, this is true. Capricorns are very hardworking. They, you know, they love to they love to work and they love to make money, but I think what a lot of people don't realize is Capricorns are freaking hilarious, right? Like they're so funny and they have this really witty, dry sense of humor and you know it's kind of a dark sense of humor a lot of the time too. And if you like that, like they are so funny. Um, and I feel like they don't get enough attention and love for that, for their great sense of humor. Um, they're also like, they're just like good people to be around. Like they're really helpful. If you hang out with them, they'll be like, Oh, can I get this for you? Can I help you with that? You know, cause they're always working. But like, even in that like little sense, like, like sometimes like, you know, they're always working, but like, it's not always like they're working, working like business wise. It's just like they always have to be doing something like they like to do projects. Like maybe they like to do a lot of stuff around the house or um, they like to, you know, organize things or help you with stuff when they come over. Like that's just Sagittarius. Like they really like to just pick a goal and reach it. So if there's like a task or something they can do. And like a lot of times I think a lot of Capricorns don't even realize that they're doing this right. Like they're just really like they like to be busy and I get it because I have Capricorn moon and having projects and goals set into place like that personally makes me really happy when I know that I'm, you know, act actively working on something. And I think the same goes for uh, Capricorn, too. And another thing, too, is like Capricorns love to work, right? But they work so much that when they're not at work, like work, work, like job they make money from work. They like to relax. Like they love to veg out and just like do nothing. Um, and I think a lot of people like don't realize that with a lot of Capricorns. They're also really creative and crafty, which I think some of that has to do with the whole thing that like Capricorns are all about age and being older and um it's like the what's it called? I wanna say god of time, but I don't know if that's right. Um it has to do with like chronos and mythology and uh, like aging. So like I think because of that, like Capricorns definitely have this like little like old lady or old man spirit about them. Like I, I know a lot of them love knitting and crocheting and crafting. Um, and they're also like really just creative. And I think a lot of that is because they put so much pressure on themselves to work and do all this stuff that they need some sort of creative outlet to just kind of relax and, you know, kind of express themselves and get all their all their feelings out um that's another big thing that a lot of people don't talk about with capricorns moving on from capricorn i'm going to talk about aquarius so i think one of the big things with aquarius is everyone always says like you know aquarians they're weird they're humanitarian they never want to be noticed blah 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 maybe not no i don't know if they say they never want to be noticed but like i always think of that because i always think like opposite of leo like Leo's love to be in the limelight, right? Aquarius might not so much want to be in the limelight because they're like, fuck the limelight. That's dumb. I'm going to do me. But it's ironic, right? Because 
Aquarians don't want to be in the limelight, right? But they love to be different from everybody else. Um, which is interesting because I was thinking about this, right? So, like, uh, Leo is all about ego, right? Aquarius is the opposite sign of Leo, which, you know, technically should be anti-ego, which in a way, like, because they're a humanitarian sign, like, they want to be more selfless than selfish, like Leo supposedly is. And ego is all about, like, what makes you different from someone. That's what ego is. It's how you stand out. So I always think it's kind of ironic that, you know, while Leos are over there and Leos want to fit in and they just want to be funny and well-liked and they want everyone to like them because it makes their ego feel good, you have Aquarius over on the other side that's like, look at me and how different I am. And it's just funny to me because it's just another way that the ego comes out with Aquarius, which is Aquarius is Leo's opposite sign. So Aquarius is here like trying to be different. And in a way, it's like Aquarians have a huge ego because... Like, that's just it. Like, they want to be different from everyone else. And in a way, that almost helps their ego. And um, I just find that to be really funny and ironic. But, um, yeah. So, everyone says, like, Aquarians are weird and they're humanitarian. Which, like, they are weird and they are humanitarian. But, like, I would definitely say that, like, Aquarians definitely have potential to be... <sighs> What's the word? Um... Like, they're weird and they're humanitarian, but it, sometimes it can play out in a very self-serving way. Like, they're definitely, like, known for being, like, virtue signalers in a sense. And I'm sure a lot of Aquarians are going to get mad and disagree. Um, but it's true. Like, they're kind of the sign to be like, oh, look at all these nice, ethical, wonderful things that I'm doing. Everybody look at me. And like I said, everyone's going to get mad at me for saying this. I feel like I'm a little bit allowed to say this because I'm an Aquarius rising. And I know I'm guilty of this in a sense, even though consciously, like... I don't want to think that that's what I'm doing. Low-key, that's totally what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's a big misconception that, like, Aquarians are, you know, weird and humanitarian and stuff. The other thing, too, is, like, everyone says Aquarians are weird. And really, like, Aquarians are just, they seem weird because they don't give a fuck about what other people think about them. Like, they're doing them. So, they're going to seem really eccentric and different. But really, like, they're just you know, they're marching to the beat of their own drum. They're letting their freak flag fly, whatever you want to call it. Like they're doing them. And I think that's like a really good quality about Aquarius is like they're really authentic and they're just really good at being themselves. And they, because they're good at being themselves, they also accept people for who they are. So like you can tell an Aquarius, like any sort of weird thing, they're not going to judge you for it. They're really not. Like they might laugh or like think it's funny, but like they're not very judgmental. They're very supportive of like other people just being themselves and doing them because they, what Aquarians want is they want other people to accept them and allow them to be themselves. So it doesn't really make sense for them to not give that to other people in return. So they're very accepting in that sense, which is a really wonderful and beautiful quality about Aquarians. Moving on to Pisces, I'm going to say... So this is the last one, right? Um, so I think the biggest misconception about Pisces is that they do drugs all the time. <laughs> and it's funny because, yes, there are, like, if you have Pisces in your chart, you are much more um, prone to prone to drug use in a sense because a Pisces is ruled by Neptune, Neptune, which is all about, like, you know, the rose-colored glasses and... Um, you know, it's rose-colored glasses, it's fantasy, your subconscious. Um, it's also, like, escapism. So, Pisces are really big on escaping. And I think a lot of that is because they... So, 
like I mentioned before, like cancer has a shell as their defense mechanism, right? So they have a shell. They're able to defend themselves when they are upset or emotional or whatever, right? So cancer has that. You look at Scorpio and Scorpio is the scorpion, right? So if you hurt a Scorpio, they're going to sting you because they got the tail. Um, when you look at Pisces, Pisces is a fish. It It's just two fish in water. Like they have nothing to protect them, which is why like Pisces are just like these emotional sponges. Like and they're surrounded by like, so like I said, Pisces the fish, they're surrounded by water. Water is always symbolic of feelings. So like they're just surrounded by other people's emotions and energy. And because they don't have a shell or a tail or anything to really protect them, they are just so susceptible to being hurt and um, having like a lot of issues with like trauma and like like they're just so sensitive. They're such sensitive souls. I mean, all the water signs are sensitive, but I think the difference with Pisces Pisces is they just have no defense. And so because Pisces doesn't really have anything to deflect the emotions and negative energy that gets put towards them, what tends to happen is they esca- they use escapism. escapism? Well, they escape. <laughs> Let's put it that way. They just, you know, when you have nothing to really protect yourself, what are you going to do? You're just going to try to leave the situation, right? And so this is why Pisces are more prone to things like drug use because they want to leave their reality or leave their feelings instead of leaning into them because it's it's almost it's too painful for them because they're so empathetic and it's hard for them to separate, you know, are these my feelings? Are these someone else's feelings? And they just have no other way of dealing with it. So they use drugs to escape it. Um, another thing they can do too, if not drugs, and um, this is why I'm saying to like them doing drugs all the time is kind of a misconception. Um, a lot of them also are very spiritual or religious. Um, spirituality is really big with Pisces. So whether they, you know, they could be spiritual, they could be a Buddhist, they could be Hindu, they could be uh, Christian, anything. Um, so instead of like using using drugs to escape, they might use religion as their, what makes them feel safe or um, that might be their escape. Or they might use books, like they might read a lot or watch TV. I know a lot of Pisces people that love movies, love music. That's why they're so creative and artistic because if they're not doing drugs, like art and movies and stuff like that, like that's their escape for them. So not all Pisces do drugs. Like, yes, they're more susceptible to it than the other signs, but... Um, I would definitely go as far to say that, you know, sometimes they lose themselves in other things like art. And that's why a lot of them are really great painters or musicians or, um, you know, maybe they make sculptures or something like that. Like that's their that's their escape. And that's how they deal with their emotions, which I think is definitely the better way to do it. So if you're a Pisces out there and maybe you have an issue, issue with drugs, maybe get in, more into your spirituality or do more art or maybe you do drugs and you make art. I don't know. But <laughs> um, I definitely think that's like the much better way to kind of like deal with that. Um, so yeah, that is all the signs and their misconceptions. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Space Witch podcast. I'm so excited to be back and making new episodes and YouTube videos. Um, I'll link those. I'll link the my YouTube down below. I'll link my Instagram and all that good stuff. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you got anything good at it, do me a favor and just like leave a review on iTunes. Um, it takes like two seconds. Even if you don't like my podcast, just write something. I don't care. I don't even care if it's just gibberish. Just give me five stars and 
braid something ridiculous, whatever. Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe like if there's a certain part of astrology you want me to talk about or something about the signs, um, feel free to leave that either in the comments on YouTube or um, in my in the iTunes reviews or message me on Instagram, whatever. Um, yeah, I will catch you next time on the Space Witch podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. All right, guys, hopefully that wasn't too, too painful to listen to. Um, and if it was and you made it this far, thank you so much for uh, still listening. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. Hopefully my next episode will be all about the midheaven and your career and all that wonderful stuff. Um, thanks again for tuning in and I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast.